Ladies of leisure, ladies, ladies of leisure, ladies, ladies of leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa, and it's time to talk about why we are still in the pandemic. Why is COVID still a thing? We're celebrating its anniversary, and I was just talking to some of my friends who point out last year at this time, I was going to a fancy spa. It's the spa out in Middleburg, Virginia called Salamander Resort. I have to budget for it. It's nice and classy like that. And we go in the middle of the week and we had a lovely time, but we drove out there being like, "There, it's going to be okay, right? There's this, you know, COVID and it, it's probably going to be fine. Yeah, it's fine. And, you know, there was mentions of maybe stuff shutting down, but it was more like, could you believe that if we shut down? Oh my goodness. And now here we are a year later. Although I am walking around, I walked my dog outside and there were people walking around that I haven't seen in a while. Some people felt confident enough to be outside with their masks off. I did not get near those people, but it's a bit promising, but it's a year later. Also, you may notice we didn't post last week because March has decided to come in with a bang. My friend pointed out that it is truly like a lion. She had a horrendous story for me about just her week going wrong. I've also had one of those weeks where it started last Friday with daycare shutting down for a week. And it was traumatic because the daycare moms all ran into this. We had been very used to our routines of going, dropping off our kids and saying goodbye, and then going to our work where we all have full-time jobs. Some of us were even behind in our work. I know I had just received notice that my boss was leaving the day before. If any of you know Sierra, she is leaving. You should tell her that she's a beautiful person and you're going to miss her because next week is her last. If you don't know Sierra, she is a beautiful person. You might not miss her, but you kind of should. She's an amazing person. She was also one of the reasons I took this job. So there's that. And then with daycare shine down, I was like, oh my gosh. So I was like at half capacity this past week because the daycare moms got together and said, what do we do about this? We do co-op parenting. So the first day someone took all the kids and then I crazily agreed to take the kids for multiple days. And here's what I've learned, people. One, Coochie Care is not going to be opening anytime soon. I, I even mentally prepared myself over the weekend, like, you can do it. It's just a few days. You can do it. And there's only like six you technically have two of them. They listen to you 50% of the time. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You're a fun person. You can do this. Uh, I am a fun person. I do enjoy kids. And I did give my challenge to myself of not yelling at any of the kids. This is my own personal challenge because I had read an article last week as we read all the articles that talked about in other countries, kids and parenting styles are different. 
uh, the American style is very like in the last 100 years. Um, when the lady went overseas, if her kids started having a temper tantrum, most of the parents in that country would react with, oh, a calm, beautiful voice and trying to just, there's no reason to be crying or yelling. And this made sense to me. And I was like, oh, sure, I'm going to run an experiment. These were also not my children. So that was the other reason I didn't want to like yell at them. I have no problem yelling at my children, by the way. It's one of the pastimes I have. And on top of that, I wanted to also limit screen time. I know they, my kids are now into video games. We've been playing the quality old school ones on Super Nintendo, like Yoshi's Island, Legend of Zelda, uh, Ninja Gaiden, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, any of those. So now they have to earn their uh, video screen time. But there's also just going down the YouTube Valley. And then we are Pixar, Disney fans. So we got all that going on. So I was like, we're, you know what? I'm going to try to do a little bit less screen time. You know, make sure that they play outside for an hour. We'll go outside twice. That was not the best idea for my sanity. Oh, also I was working during all this. So that was also a bonus. Um, I mostly worked at 5am and, um, in the evenings, um, it was enough where people were like, what are you doing? I was like, what am I doing? But I got through it. I will say another insight. So I have two boys. Girls are terrible and lovable and great and a-holes. So all my friends who have those girls, wow, wow, it's a lot. And I'm thinking back onto like how I was as a kid, I must've been terrifying, honestly, because I had two girls that were just, one I was used to, and I actually expected her to be the one that would cause the most chaos. Turns out, there was one that was a pretty, pretty princess and a dramatic actress in the making where if someone even remotely looked to touching her, it was going to turn into like mass chaos and just would, she ran into the street, uh, not close to being run over, but there was a bus coming down the street. So I had to go grab her quickly where she was just covering her eyes and um, weeping in a soap opera Telemundo fashion. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she was like, well, someone touched me and I want to lay down in the wagon. We were taking a wagon ride because of course I signed up for the days that my kid was going to school. So we had to drop him off because we're also walkers because you know, all the things. It was a lot. So to say that this week was a lot is an understatement. I got through it. I now understand why people's livers are falling apart. I do not understand how many people who've been doing this over and over again, because there are people in the world that actually have six of their own children. How does that happen on a regular basis? Also, I think I'm undercharging my daycare lady. <laughs> but with that, uh, my life should go back to normal. So what was funny is the word of the week that Sajana and I are living to right now is called time. 
just getting some time in there where I had to give myself a pep talk in the mirror a couple of times. Like you're doing this. You are doing this. Not well, not great. You're not A plus. Mm. Uh, you're C minus though, uh, you know, which is average. You, you, you're not failing miserably. Everyone's alive. Everyone's well. You know, the girls even said they would love to come over again. And I was like, well, that's endorsing. And no, no, not at all. Mm-mm, mm-mm, not happening. So with all that, uh, you know, leisuring in the off time, that's what we're about. Uh, how do you ladies of leisure squeeze in time? Well, you already heard me talk about some of the articles I read. I also finished a book. It was the perfect book to be reading. I had mentioned a book I read probably a couple months ago, Solutions and Other Problems. It's by Allie Broch. And that was her second book. Her actual first book is Hyperbole and a Half. And many of you probably have heard about that comic. So I decided to read the first one because people told me it was a less dramatic, although I really did enjoy her second one. But there's some heavy-handed subjects in there that maybe are not, you know, the best to be listening to, or if you're in that right frame of mind. But if you are living in the thick of things with daycare work and everything going on, hyperbole in half is perfect. It sets the standard on why, you know, it's personal essays, but in comic and prose form. One part that I did like was where she talks about how she wants to be a better person, but like she really is a shitty person and discovers it. And I think this is, this resonated with me because I gave myself a mental pep talk. Like you could do daycare, you can do kids, no problem. And no. And there were times where I was like, oh my God, I just want to throttle this child. But instead I was like, of course you need to sit down. Of course. Yes. Just sit right here. Maybe take a few breaths. Yeah. Keep screaming. Mm-hmm, that's fine. So it is, you know, you have these ideas of, I, I could be like this. The other thing that I had been doing oh, just in the past week, because when you're feeling terribly tired to the point where you are slumped on the couch, just falling over and someone says, what do you want to watch? And you're like, it doesn't even matter. It's not going in. Nothing is processing right now. I just see pictures floating by on Pinterest. I can't even tell you what is on it right now. I'm looking at it. It's not there. So to say, you know, you're in the right frame of mind, but the shitty thing I was doing was seeing friends who posted and said they got their vaccines or their first shots. And I was like, why are you getting it? Hmm. I feel like we're still on old people. How, how come you're jumping in line? Which is not a nice thing to think at all. It is shitty. We would call it shitty. <laughs> because why don't you know, like, you don't know why people are getting vaccines, but I was just a cranky puss and just being like, huh, really? Oh, all right. All right. That's nice. Everyone's getting vaccinated. I am like at low at the list. So obviously it's not going to happen anytime soon, but that was, that was how I resonated with, I probably have my own shittiness. It was reflected back at me like, yep, no, that is, you could be better than that. You should probably just be grateful everyone's getting vaccinated so you can have, you know, times in the future where the vaccine uh, takes care of these things. So on to other things. So the book I was reading before the week went to crap was the 
business of a power hour. So this is part of looking at all the humble bundle books I have that I should start reading. There's a lot of books I have that are on the most random topics. And the power of an hour business and life mastery in one hour a week. First of all, I get at least one hour in the morning to myself. I don't think I'm mastering it at all. So I immediately was like, oh, I bought this book definitely months ago, if not like previously, because I was like, oh, I should probably do this. So we started reading it. Uh, it's, It's not revolutionary, but it is setting up a lot of the prep like, hey, Momo, if you have your hour at like 5.30 and you know that's when it kicks off because you've had your coffee and everything, you should probably prep. You should turn off your phone. You should also be somewhere you can focus. If you don't focus near a window, then don't sit near a window. Maybe make sure it's decluttered beforehand. Do all these things before your hour starts. And it divides it up by 45 minutes uh, and then 15 minutes for like emails, breaks, other things. It should just be focused like full throttle for 45 minutes. And it's not unusually different from like the Pomodoro method, which was like set a timer for 40 minutes, tw- like 40 and then 20 break. But it's hard to do when you're so stupid tired. <laughs> and I, I even tried it at night, like after the kids are gone. But I, I was pulling some 12-hour days. So ugh, I would like to say I was a little bit better. I was better today. Today was the first star of the weekend, hence why we're here and hence why this is happening. So I did try the 45-minute to 15-minute it works. Do I think it's changing my life? No, but it's probably not me, you know, just reading and not moving for 45 minutes uh, and just staring at the sky. But then it goes back to like, well, do you really need to like full throttle do something? I do. It is me. I can chillax like the best of them in my own free time. In fact, I did a lot of sky staring this week when I was outside with the kids or when I was at my computer doing work and my kid was next to me doing his virtual school to which he was taking sticks and like poking his face while he was on camera. And I was like, you know what? This is just how virtual school goes. Yep. Hope teacher appreciates that. I am. We're all in this. So I did find it a little bit more useful. I'm surprised I'm only 20% through the book and I feel like they've already covered most of the concepts. So we'll see how fast that book goes. But some of the other books I pulled up that you'll get to hear about later as I get through them, how to do things. Again, I bought this as like part of a giant like 30 book bundle. So there were books in there that I was like, oh, I've always wanted that book. This book though is from the 1920s. And it's a lot of how to do farm things and how to do things back then that you probably had to do for yourself. This may not be a book I really get into. I might get to the 10% before I decide. I'm at 6% now. Here's one of the things, another hen discourager, hen as in a chicken. At last, my owner has solved the hen problem to my entire satisfaction by hinging the door to my sty, so it will always swing shut. When I leave my house, 
to roam in the alfalfa, I push it open with my beak, and he need not worry about any fussy old hen and a host of chirping chickens scratching in my nest. Nor will I waken from my afternoon nap to find that fussy old hen hovering her brood on my back. I don't know that that's uh, necessarily important for my life. Uh, There's also a description on how to make a homemade hog scratcher. That's a device that will take the lice off the farmer's hogs as they are sound asleep. They're interesting. I'm glad these aren't problems I have, Uh, but that book may not be making it. (laughs) Maybe a homemade lice, lice scratcher can be something where you use like, is it a super good back scratcher? I could probably use it to keep flies off my kids sometimes if they fall asleep random places. But um, this one uses equal parts coal oil and lard once a week on rope that you soak in. So I don't, I don't know that I'll be smacking my kids around with that, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. Other normal ones are uh, some writing books that I have. Um, my book club book right now is Whip Smart, the true story of a secret life of a dominatrix. So that's already very fascinating. Um, the other one I had that's in the realm of things that I might finish or get to 10% and not be surprised is Balls on the Lawn, Games to Live By. And it's talking about croquet, horseshoes, all those, I'm not gonna lie, I think of them as old man sports. But my my friends play them occasionally. Like we set up a croquet, and I do own croquet. I remember playing them like mm, like a handful of times a year as a kid. Uh, but at uh, the beaches that we would go to at our lake, they would always have uh, a bunch of old guys with the horseshoes, just tossing them back and forth, so you'd hear the clanging all the time. So like I. It might be a nice book, Bocce, I guess, but it seems like a dude that was really into these and got super passionate, decided to write the history. I don't need the history of croquet. Um, I'm pretty sure I learned it happened when Alice went to Wonderland and the playing cards uh, and the little gopher balls and the flamingos. I'm pretty sure that's that's all you need to know about croquet. So it's fine. Uh, And then what else have I been doing? besides surviving, I have a new pen pal. So my pen pal last year was Kim Worker. I did a podcast with her as one of our guests. So she's Canadian. She was running that group, the community of crafty people. Uh, She's decided to close that down mostly because it's not really very sustainable because she's decided to take on climate change and become more involved in a new job that she's doing and be more of an activist. So good for her. But I have a new writing buddy. So there was a class I took. I'm not going to lie. I didn't finish it. That's why finish is the word of the year. I have printouts for it someday, someday. But every year, I think, they do a writer matchup and they pair you with someone. It's been a disaster every time I've gotten paired with someone. Either the person forgot to contact me, I contact them, hear nothing, it starts off great, and then they fall off the the wagon. I'm feeling really good about this. We've already made it two weeks. Obviously, we're best friends. 
So her name is April. She's 67 years old and she's a romance writer. She's working on a book, Bedazzled. She also has a virtual assistant, which going back to our podcast about um, working or efficiency, or I forget what the word was, but I listened or I read the four hour work week. And one of the things that Tim Ferriss recommended in it was getting a virtual assistant. And I even tried to figure out what I would use a virtual assistant for. And I would have to write down so much stuff that it didn't make it worth it because I could just go and do it. She is using a virtual assistant. I was like, that's amazing. What do you use her for? So she updates her social media. She posts to her blogs. She does all of her kind of like media stuff. And um, helps like keep her on task. And she said, she's like, great. So my pen pal and I are very similar and we get distracted by children. Um, not that she has children right now, but we get distracted like children where all of a sudden I'm like, you know what I want to do? I want to read all the books on obscure things like hog scratchers and, um, balls on the lawn books. And then next week, I will decide that I'm going to paint pottery. And then the week after that, I'm going to suddenly learn embroidery. All, all the things like that. I just can't keep focused. She also has said similar things where she just, uh, what, what's her problem? I think she, it's something where she wants to take classes and workshops, which I also understand as someone who has a watercolors class that I got in Thanksgiving and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> so we're perfectly matched. She also loves setting goals and giving quick recommendations. I was like, oh my gosh, she is a future guest, I'm sure. But it seems kind of awkward to, you know, bring it, bring it up now while we're just be learning all the things about each other. So that is what Oh, leisurely activities I've been doing. I did finish WandaVision. So if anyone wants to talk about WandaVision, you should. I've also met a couple people who have started watching WandaVision and didn't watch Endgame or Infinity War. People, there's an order. There's an order for a reason. Please go and watch this order. It's it's there for a reason. And it it, it will help make everything synced up. I also really just enjoyed hearing from my friends this week because uh, it was such a, a crappy week. So some things I appreciated was seeing my friend, Aikisha. She was a guest on here with her beautiful screened in porch and her beautifully diy movie theater room. Uh, it was lovely. It should be in one of these magazines. There was a sign outside with their last name and it's like their feature. And then you walk through the room and it's got the two uh, podium style seatings, the platform seats, and then the super comfortable squishy seats that you sit in. And then there's a popcorn machine off to the side. Then the carpet is what you would see in the movie theater. And not only is there a big giant screen, but there's this sky piece that they put in that looks like stars. And then there's LED lights underneath. Oh, it was amazing and beautiful. It's something I want. 
and it was worth drooling over. So there was that. I had um, a couple friends reach out and talk about some of their projects they're working on. So I really enjoyed um, hearing about all that. But I will say, also, most of my acquaintances agreed that this has been a week. Either they had traumatic weeks, I agreed with them. And we just agree that March sucks. It just really sucks. We're not even at the Ides of March yet. Caesar hasn't been murdered yet. Spoiler alert. And it sucks already. The weather started to be nice, but then it does that weird thing where it gets cold the next day and you're like, I can't. What is this? And then it feels like spring, but it's not. The flowers are still coming up. It's there, but it's not. And March sucks. March just sucks. And it's the anniversary of like COVID starting. It's just not fun. It's not great. There's hope on the horizon. I'm starting to see people more because people are there, but it's been a week. So with that, have a good week coming up. Next time we're going to have word of the week time. And until then, Hello,